sometimes I've wrote like bits of songs of stories that would not about myself but about other people and like when they confided in me how they were feeling about something or about their breakup and so yeah in other people's stories as well uh, give inspiration but I think you kind of find it everywhere if you just know how to look at things yeah Hello, my name is Eline Perez and you're listening to Are You an Artist? Today's guest is Gael Berton, who speaks about writing songs as a kid, solving people's problems, but also the power of love. Gael is someone very important to me. She's uh, very curious and inspiring in her approach to life. So I'm not going to share too much in this introduction and let you discover this beautiful human being, Gael Berton. This is a trauma because once it was not recording and I'm always trying Something to make like sure. triple checking now. But yeah, I'm going to, anyway, I'm going to start by reading out a letter I've written to you. <gasps> no way! <laughs> It's a love declaration. <laughs> so, dear Gail, I have the feeling that for many people, being an artist means being a painter, a sculptor or a composer, which you are not. However, when I got to know you, I was very impressed by your ability to resolve any problem and always find solutions. Which is probably why, whenever someone doesn't know what to do, Gail is the one and only person to call. <laughs> and this for me is creativity. As you became my best friend in London, I also discovered your curiosity. I witnessed you reading new books, but also learning to draw with challenges and telling me everything about architecture and the Victorian styled furniture, something very alien to me, <laughs> as I hate objects. <laughs> Even before leaving London, you were so excited to design your new home in France. And here we are, surrounded by horses, dogs, nature and your future home recording this episode. So my question is, are you an artist? <laughs> That is so funny because just before we started recording, I was like, I'm not an artist. What am I going to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> And now you answer, I'm not an artist, but I'm creative. <laughs> yes, I think you are. In some ways, yeah. I think we're all a bit artists, hearts, in different areas or... So that's quite funny. Yeah. But I feel like you're quite creative, like you like to create things, I right? Do, the thing is, I get bored so easily, so I always have to find something to do and something new to learn. Mm -hmm. Like, I love learning new things. And yeah, so I'm always like, always starting a million things and starting to learn a million things. So it's going to be like, I'm going to do some singing and then I'm going to draw and I'm going to paint and I'm going to knit <laughs> and do all this stuff. And it's just so funny because you learn something different every time. And I think it helps you every time you start some, something new as well and learns you to adapt to. So, yeah, I just love learning new things and creative things. Hmm. Just I feel like because because my background was like so... I like it. I studied law and it's like, it's really straightforward and it's like boxes you need to tick and being creative, you can like explore a bit more yourself 
and the words. And so it's very interesting. I think I kind of need, I need both. Hmm. I also need like, not boxes, but I need, I also need like, this is how you do things and structure, you follow the rules. Maybe. Yeah, structure, exactly. Hmm. So. And do you have like a very first creative memory, like being a child and the first time you created something? Um, yeah, and that was actually like, we used to live when I was a kid in that big semi-derelict farmhouse. So same, like lost in the French countryside and there was literally like no neighbors. So it, it was just me and my two brothers. So we were outside all the time. And I remember I was just like walking around the big farmhouse, like writing a song in my head at the same time like I was <laughs> oh you were writing a song well I was just in my head like I was just uh, singing a song that I was making up at, while walking How I can't you? remember but it was like 10 minutes long I did that for 10 minutes <laughs> and it was like I never really done or anything but I was just like singing a song that I was just writing in my head at the same time <laughs> wow how old were you do you remember I was probably around 10 Wow. Yeah, because I lived there between eight and 12. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so that was funny. So there was there was always a lot of that about writing. I always liked that. Writing stories or writing songs. More than songs, more like lyrics. Because I'm terrible with melodies and <laughs> arrangements. Do you still do it now? Not really. I kind of... I was doing it so much when I first... Well, just before I moved to London and then for a few years after I moved to London, I was writing a lot. And then I kind of stopped and I feel like I stopped. It was very therapeutic for me to write because I went through like a lot of stuff when I was younger and I lost my brother. And it was like I was struggling mentally so much and writing like how you feel and your emotions was helping me so much because I was not very good at telling people I was not feeling well, oh, wow. but I was writing about it. And, and yeah, it was very therapeutic. I wasn't showing anyone what I was writing, but I really, really enjoyed it. And I feel like I stopped when I started feeling better. Okay. And I realized afterwards, I was like, one day I was like, I'm not writing anymore uh, at all. And I don't feel the need when I felt like I always had a little notebook in my bag so I could write as soon as something was coming up and I was not feeling that need anymore I was like it's so weird like I kind of stopped all of a sudden and then I realized I was like yeah but I feel more balanced in a way and hmm. more mentally stable and I feel like it was I knew it was, I was writing in a very therapeutic way and I realized even more at the time that yeah it was definitely Because I needed it. So, wow. yeah. And I don't write much anymore. I try to because I still like it. But sometimes it's like, maybe I'm not writing anymore because I'm just burying everything and I should write <laughs> to get it out. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, now I'm just boring and I don't have anything else, <laughs> anything to write about anymore. <laughs> That is so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I, have, I have a few, yeah, a few notebooks with a lot of stuff written, like just somehow, sometimes it's just like four or five lines, but yeah. <laughs> And do you feel like growing up, you could kind of explore your creativity at school or in your family or not that much? Um, I kind of 
like even if I grew up in like real countryside, um, when like there's not much access to culture or creative activities, um, I feel like I've always been encouraged. Like at school, um, in primary in primary school, we were with a group of friends. We were doing a lot of theater, and like like we had a dedicated afternoon at school with the class when we were doing theater and we loved it so much that during our spare time we were also creating a little plays um with a group of friends and we were really encouraged by our teachers and even to the point that we put on a show just my group of friends in front of the whole school and parents like we had a dedicated saturday morning because we had school on saturday mornings and we had a saturday morning when they like hired the um, community center so we could put on our play and it was just like six seven of us and yeah we were so encouraged um so that was really funny I had great teachers in primary school and yeah we had that like I think it was Monday afternoon we had a rotation of class like one teacher was teaching us drawing, painting, and another one was doing theater, and another one was doing music. Mm-hmm. And like all the classes would one by one um, do theater, music, drawing. So that was really, really cool. Hmm. And I think it was really important for everyone. And at home, I was with my brothers. We used to put on like singing shows. Uh, we were doing a lot with Goldman, you know, Jean-Jacques oh, Goldman. Wow. We were doing that. Like, you know, you had the, that album with um, Carol Jones and what's the other name? Um, the other guy? can't remember. But yeah, we were singing, like lip syncing <laughs> on that <laughs> and put on like uh, on, on a big double bed that was our stage and we would like choreograph stuff <laughs> and wow. then it was like when we had a dinner and my parents had friends over it was like that was the little show that we were doing at the beginning of the evening wow. <laughs> so i think they put up with a lot with that my parents <laughs> always like come see our show we were like write down programs i wow. know <laughs> so yeah that's yeah we were hmm. bored with nothing to do so we were doing that so it was just yeah having fun doing that yeah i feel incredible it's incredible when you're you don't have anything to do that. You just find ways to yes. entertain yourself. It's crazy. And other people. <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember what you wanted to do when you were a kid? Well, uh, I went through, I think like everyone, I went through so many different ideas of careers. <laughs> <laughs> like I had the, uh, I want to be a teacher, until the, to be um, a librarian. Because I always ah. loved books, so and we had a lot of books at home, so it was always like, um, yeah, librarian, teacher. I wanted to be a vet at some point. I think the first like real, um, serious career I thought was thinking was being a vet, vet, and then we had a cat who had babies, and she was like crying so much while delivering the kittens because yeah it was difficult i was like oh no i can't do that i'm so sad i want to cry oh wow <laughs> so like no i can't be a vet um i've always yeah i've always like like it's funny i always wanted to do something creative so i was like oh i would like to be a singer one day or a dancer i don't dance 
<laughs> like, I'd love to be a dancer. I admire so much, like, people who can control your body and in, in a way it's just fantastic and carries so much emotion as well in dancing. Mm. And, yeah, singing was always a big part, but at the same time, like, that's not a serious career for me. I'm way too shy to be singing in front of people. <laughs> so, yeah, and then architecture was always a big one as well. Mm-hmm. And I ended up in law. <laughs> <laughs> and how was it to study law? Uh, it was it was difficult. Like it was, I feel like at the same time I chose to go to law school, obviously, but it was more like a default choice more than anything else. Like you, you we have to as kids we have to like pick so young the career you want to do. When you like to, when you need to choose your major in at university, and it was more like I wanted to be. I was like, oh, I, I was hesitating between medicine and law, hmm. which is like not opposite, but it's very different. Hmm. And medicine, I was like, same as vet. I don't think I cope well with like seeing people suffering. I'm too. Like I take on the pain too much. So mm. I was like, I'm not sure medicine is the good one. Too much empathy. <laughs> yeah, too much empathy. It's going to wreck me. So so I went for Lou, but more as lack of other ideas or it was more lack of confidence, I think, to go for the things I really wanted. So I went to Lou being like, that's the thing that's going to open you doors the most probably like once you've done no you can do a bit of anything really so I went to do that but it was it was interesting because it's very stimulating intellectually so and there's a lot of problem solving because you're kind of like always representing a party and you want to have your side winning so you kind of like try to find strategies and Um, but at the same time, it's like it was a bit soul crushing. There was just so many students and it wasn't very exciting creatively. So it was it was interesting intellectually, but creatively it was like that's crushing my soul. <laughs> <laughs> and and there was not there were a lot of nice people and my friends, but there was also like all the sons and daughters of like judges and lawyers and like it's a whole different word so oh, you yeah. kind of feel very excluded from it hmm. um so that was interesting yeah hmm. why did you decide to go to london good question um i feel like i've always wanted to kind of go live abroad just to experience something very different in terms of culture, um, in terms of language as well. Um, but I feel like it's more, again, it was like writing, it was therapeutic. Um, I felt like I needed to challenge myself, push myself, like get out of my comfort zone. And also, I would say to kind of heal from certain things, but away from the people you knew. You know, without having that pressure to be there for others. And it was like a way to be there for myself that time mm. and kind of find a bubble. Yeah, create my own bubble and see like who am I on my own. Mm. Um, and 
explore myself a bit more as well without having people we always fear judgment so I always felt like I couldn't do the things that I did in London near my family and friends because I would always have be afraid of what they would think hmm. so I'm like you have that kind of that secrecy having your own life abroad and you can do whatever you, you, you want and you see as much as you want to the people your family and your friends you don't have to tell them everything and you kind of kind of keep keep your own life for yourself a bit and yeah I just I just felt like I needed to be on my own for a bit and kind of build a life on my own and see how it's getting on with that. Hmm. And do you fear other people's judgments or is it mostly your family and, and relatives? I feel like it's I feel like it's everyone at that time. And I've progressed a lot on that. I don't fear judgment as much as I used to. I think that's the good thing with London. That's what it teaches you. You can be who you are and it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, people don't care. Yeah, people don't care. <laughs> uh, there's a lot more acceptance, um, I think. London is so diverse. And so I... And that was one of the goals with moving to London. It was to progress on that as well and not be so afraid of being judged. And I think that I got to that point now that I don't really care anymore what people think. Not as much. I still do, but not as much. Mm. And I'm more like, this is who I am and this is what I think, what I want to do. And if you're not on board... Well, that's fine by me. <laughs> I'll still do it. <laughs> I'll still do it. <laughs> I'm going to show you. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, but it's, I feel like it's everyone. We're kind of, to a certain degree, aware of what people think of us or <laughs> um, a bit afraid of what they might think when we do something or say, say something. But <laughs> And when you create something new for example you have this project of a new home yes <laughs> <laughs> what's the feeling driving it oh um what's the feeling driving it i think it's finding it's just finding happiness like finding somewhere someone a situation and building a life that you're happy in um mm. and Serenity as well. I always feel like where I want to do my home is just, I feel like it's only going to be good vibes, you know, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's, it, I would say it's happiness, like the seeking happiness um, in those projects and, um, and growing as well because you're doing new things and um, I'm going to do a lot of the building works on my own and it's like I'm going to learn new things things I've never done before <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's not going to work out <laughs> we'll see <laughs> but yeah I can confirm that it's a very peaceful place like yeah. we are in Gail's home now like there are horses around as I say the it's nature the forest oh, we're surrounded by the forest uh, the woods and yeah it's not London it's not London <laughs> <laughs> there's no traffic <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, all these, like when you do drawings or when you were writing or how do ideas come to you? 
I don't know. Um, I found this a lot through, like, the music I listen, the TV shows or movies I watch um, give inspiration, mm. uh, the books I read. Um, but also, like, kind of, like, people, other people's stories as well. Because um, I know I, sometimes I've wrote like bits of songs of stories that would not about myself but about other people and like when they confided in me how they were feeling about something or about their breakup and so yeah in other people's stories as well uh, give inspiration but I think you kind of find it everywhere if you just know how to look at things yeah hmm. And what is your favorite part of a creative process? Is it the very first idea or when it's finished uh, or when you want I to usually finish? prefer the ideas because I'm like, oh, I'm sure I can do it. And like I have that perfect idea in my mind. And usually, especially in drawing and painting, I'm still learning a lot. So the final piece is not as good as it was <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> so it's a bit disappointing. So I like... And I like like researching ideas as well, um, because that feeds you more ideas and inspire you even more. So, yeah, I kind of prefer all the preparatory work and um, getting the ideas and brainstorming on the ideas, uh, executing as well. But then the final piece usually I'm like, oh, that's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I was curious about that. Do you also like to create with other people? Um, I don't think I've done, well, apart from like as a kid, as I was telling you with like theater and with my brothers, I don't think I've done much sort of like collaborative, creative stuff. No, I don't think so. Same. I think it's not, um, I feel like, we're, I mean, I've done choir as well and I loved it. Um, because you sing with other people and it gives it like a whole different dimension to singing. Hmm. Um, and you kind of share that experience together and it's really interesting. Um, but as cr creating something, I always feel like sometimes I had, I could have had the opportunity and I was with, always like, that person is too good, way better than me. Oh, wow. And I think I was wrong. I mean, I was, so I would pull back, but I think that was wrong. But now I know I'm, I'm wiser, I guess, <laughs> because if they were and, and they they definitely were, I could have learned from them. So I feel like there's a bit of regret with that because you could learn from someone who's you consider better than yourself. Hmm. But the imp the imposter syndrome was too big. Hmm. <laughs> so I'm like I can't do it. Hmm. And you've done many different jobs. Um, yeah. I feel like especially when you were working in London, even in one job, you would do diff so many different things. Yeah. Um, what What did you like most about your work when you were? Um, the like relationships you develop with people. Um, yeah, I always liked. There's some jobs I was missing that the like human contact and um, the interaction with people. 
that I always liked. I I kind of like being the go-to person when you have problem (laughs) (laughs) and solving your problem. I love that. (laughs) And at the same time, this kind of like this, um, there's another side of that is that you are always being um, disrupted (laughs) by people because they want, they want you to solve their problem. So you can't focus on your other tasks. But uh, at the same time, it's quite nice to, to know that people rely on you and they go to you if they have a problem and hmm. and that they trust you enough to yeah to ask you for advice or or for help um but yeah i really liked building relationships um whether with colleagues or or like clients or um tenants hmm. that's something i really liked and something i want to keep in france as well hmm. um yeah I like to being part of, um, kind of be part of people's lives in a way, or like some important things going on in the lives. Uh, like with the events, when we had weddings, it was always really nice to kind of be part of that special, a special day for them. Um, or even like corporate events, some people work so much toward their events and being one piece of the of the puzzle and the and their events and their success is really nice too um and mm. seeing them succeed as well and knowing that you've been a little part in that su- success was was really nice mm. yeah i think that was my favorite favorite thing mm. and is there something that you created um, in your life that you are really proud of Ooh. i don't think it's Um, I don't think it's so much like creating, like when we think creating, we think like creating something that is physical. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's, I don't think I created interesting things like that. But um, I think the thing I'm I'm more proud of is like more creating some relationships with some people um, that I think are amazing people. Um, Or putting relationships with my animals as well like the relationship i have with my horse um who is like a a former race horse and she was like she got bitten up before we got her and she was not trusting um humans anymore and kind of like building that trust um with her was and creating that relationship where she feels safe um That was very interesting and yeah, I was proud. Hmm. I have a horse that has a happy horse. (laughs) But yeah, it's more, yeah, the relationship you create and like your, um, like your friends have become family, that kind of like the family you create for yourself um, that I'm more proud of, I think. Hmm. And what type of artwork interests you? because you mentioned dance singing yeah i love um oh i'd say it's probably gonna be music that's probably the most important one and the one i always go back to um and the one that doesn't matter which mood you are you can go to music and 
it's going to fulfill whatever needs you have. Um, I really like, yeah, I really like seeing dancing as well. Um, but music, definitely. Hmm. It's just so complex and there's something for everyone in music as well. Um, I think it's the more common thing and the thing that touches people the more easily as well. Yeah, probably music is the biggest one. Hmm. And being a human being on this planet... <laughs> is a big responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel is your strength? Um, what is my strength? Oh, you would have to ask people around me. <laughs> I have to ask myself. You'd be, yeah, yeah, you'd be the one answering the question. What is my strength? Um, I'd say probably kindness. Yeah, I'd probably say that. What do you think? Definitely. <laughs> you have a big kindness capacity. Yeah, I think, yeah, I would say that. Hmm. If you need me, I'm there. That is true. <laughs> That's what I said in the letter. Everybody goes to Gaia. <laughs> And anything you would like to be better at? Um, probably communicating. Um, oh. Yeah. But in... Um, I got very good at communication in my professional life, but personal... I'm getting better, a lot better. <laughs> I learned, I progressed. Uh, but I feel like there's still... Um, I still have, yeah, progress to make in, in that, like talking about my feelings and really opening up on some things. Um, yeah, that's probably that. And also because I never want to hurt people. So there's some things like sometimes that bothers me and I'm like, I'm not going to say it because if she knows or he knows that's going to bother me, it's going to be. It's going to be mad or it's going to be pissed mm. and I don't want to hurt people. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So it's probably, yeah, communicating also when something bothers me more. Because hmm. when you do actually, it's, yeah, you always fear hurting people, but actually if you, I'm still learning, but when you start talking about those things, those are actually the important discussions and then some good things come out of it. Um, I think like you go a step further in your relationship or whether it's with a friend or a lover. Uh, actually, you, hmm. you progress. And is there anything that scares you? Um, losing people. Mm. Yeah. It's not... Yeah, it's death, but not mine. <laughs> that scares I'm me. I'm fine with dying. <laughs> Just please, other people. Not right now, me. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's that it's losing people you love, definitely. Hmm. And do you feel like you have a, a strongest desire from life? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm quite simple in my wants and needs. Um, How you desire in life. No, I think you just realize more the importance of like, as you, at least for me, when, as you grew up, the importance that people have in your life and how much love 
is a big part of life. And I'm not talking about like a romantic relationship. Um, love is a lot more than that. And yeah, I think that's what we all thrive for mm. um, in the end, in different ways. Um, and we might not see it that way, but in the end, yeah, probably love. Mm. And who inspires you? Um, mm, someone famous or because I don't think I have anyone famous who really <laughs> not that doesn't inspire me I'm <laughs> like a groupie in a hood um, no there's always a lot of very inspiring people um, famous inspiring people Um, I love Michelle Obama so much. <laughs> She's amazing. Everything she does is amazing. Um, nope. Um, I actually really admire um, my best friend in France. Um, she's just, I don't know how she does it all. <laughs> like she has a full-time job, full job. She has two young kids, um, toddlers, and she's like involved in one of her kids' school and the parent association. And she's involved in like two networking um, associations as well. Um, she's always doing, th oh, she is on a radio show as well. Is she? <laughs> yeah, she does a radio show, um, I think twice a month, um, an afternoon. And it's always like, where do you follow that energy? And yeah, and she, like her marriage is like an example. <laughs> <laughs> and she's so good at communicating. So she's definitely an example for me. <laughs> so yeah, she's someone I admire. And she's same. She's always um, like, she's very, very smart. She's very funny. She's very kind as well she's always like even if she does a million things she's always going to find time for you if you need um wow so yeah she's someone i'm always i'm always telling her like you're amazing and she's like oh stop it no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> like, no like how do you do it she's like oh stop it <laughs> but no yeah she's yeah someone i really admire and And my aunt as well, because she's not, she's someone who's not afraid to be herself. And she's like, she's whole and she's, she's the way she is and she doesn't apologize for it. And I found that very inspiring. Hmm. Is there anyone who, or a group of people who annoys you? Um... um Yes, I think that's going to bounce back on what we were saying yesterday. Like people who complain, but don't make any changes in their lives. Yes. <laughs> people who complain like all day long. Like, oh, my life is terrible. I'm unhappy, but I'm not doing a damn thing to change things. <laughs> that annoys me. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you are responsible for your own happiness. So if you're not happy, it's just... Um, it's up to you to change things. And I know sometimes we can make a mountain of it, if it, even if it's just like changing your job. So many people stay in, in jobs. Mm. They are so unhappy in their company. And the idea of changing jobs and like it's uncomfortable and yeah, it might not work out. But if you don't do anything, 
you won't know if maybe it's going to work out and most of, <laughs> most of the time it's going to work out and you're going to be happier um but it can be in jobs or anything like yeah people hmm. yeah people spend holding on complaining and not doing anything to change <laughs> <laughs> and if you were an animal which one would you be Ooh, I'd probably be a cat. <laughs> I love the sun too much. <laughs> um, yeah, probably a cat. I'm kind of like that. Same as cat, like they like being pets for a time. And then when when they're tired of it, they just go away. <laughs> I'm the same. Like I feel like being a, because I'm quite introverted or like I'm, I'm, I'm social in a way. Like, I like people, I like talking with people and being around people. But at some point, I'm like, uh, that's enough uh, socializing for today. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go recharge my batteries. <laughs> and I feel like cats are a bit the same way. Like, yeah, you can pet me for a time. And when I'm tired of it, I'll just go away and I won't apologize for it. <laughs> <laughs> and just lying down on the, under the sun as well. They do that a lot. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> That sounds, that looks nice. <laughs> and do you have a favorite color? Favorite color. That changes. Um, I think like at some point I was like, oh, I love red. And now it's not that I don't like red anymore, but not as much green. Green would be my color. It's been a while. It's been green, hmm. I think. So we can settle on green. So we can settle on green. <laughs> Or sometimes like black is my favorite color. <laughs> is it? Wow. I think I've never heard someone who told me that black was. I know. I feel like when you say it, you're like, oh, she's she has mental issues. <laughs> <laughs> Her life is dark. Or okay, okay, I'll go to therapy. We're <laughs> going to stop it now. She has depression or something. <laughs> no, I don't like. I like. Um, I think black because, like, I don't like too much lights. Um. Yeah, like especially in the evening, I'm, I'm like just like one or two little lights. Mm. So that's probably why I would say black, but uh, but no, otherwise green. <laughs> green is very bad. Uh, that reminds me of my plants. <laughs> oh yes, Gail loves plants <laughs> and nature, and I think it's meant to be like a relaxing color as well. Yeah, I think that's so kind green. of like soothes you. Mm. Blue as well, but I don't like blue as much. I feel like it's too cold. Oh. It's cold. I feel like green is warmer. <laughs> What makes you happy? What makes me happy? Um, small things. Like, I love like walking in the woods. Just being outside, being outdoor. Um, that makes me happy. Um, having a good... A meal and a few drinks uh, with friends and family. That makes me very happy. Like having a good time with people you love. That, um, like cheese and ice cream? Like cheese and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Not together. One after the other. <laughs> Bit of raclette and, <laughs> and, and, and ice cream after. That is nice. <laughs> and how, how would you describe your perfect day? Ah, oh, my perfect day. Um, that would be a sunny day to start with. <laughs> uh, that would be a sunny day, and that would be a day. I don't. It's not. I don't have anything to do, but I don't. Um, 
you can take your time doing things. You don't have to rush through and you're with good company, people, like friends and family. Um, that would be a perfect day and you don't have to worry about anything. You can forget the word. <laughs> and do you prefer to lead or to follow? Um, there was a time I was I was just a follower because again too introverted and I didn't want to contradict people <laughs> and I didn't agree with them. Um, now I'm, I'm kind of happy with both. I don't mind following as long as I kind of agree with the leader. Um, but if I don't, <laughs> now I'm not afraid as much to say it or um, and to offer a different direction. Or if I'm asked to lead, I'm fine with that too. Um, I feel I'm a bit more like a chameleon. Mm. <laughs> Tell me what is my role and I'll, I'll do, I'll do it. it. That's beautiful. <laughs> and do you feel like now you know yourself pretty well? Or do you feel like you still have some stuff to learn? about yourself? I know myself a lot more differently, um, especially like the part of myself that I like less that you don't want to think you have in you, but that you do <laughs> and you have to accept them too. Um, so I think, yeah, um, a big part of knowing yourself is also accepting some part of you. Um, yeah, so I know myself a lot more, but I feel like you're always discovering um, yourself too. Also because you change throughout the years. Mm. Um, so sometimes you're like, oh, I know I'm going to react that way to that scenario. And actually you surprise yourself because you didn't either um, because you reacted a lot um, way better than you thought you would or you reacted like you froze or something. Um, so I think that, yeah, as you grow, you change and there's always different um situation that you've never encountered before so you can't really know like they bring you another piece of knowledge about yourself um so there's still a lot to discover to discover but at the same time yeah i think i know myself well enough um now hmm. a lot of introspection <laughs> a bit of therapy <laughs> that writing, <helps>. songs. <laughs> writing songs writing songs <laughs> And if you could meet your teenager self, like high school gal, <laughs> would you say something? Uh, definitely. Um, I would say trust yourself more. Um, I don't think I can swear on the podcast, but I would say tell people to go screw themselves a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> believe in yourself is definitely, um, yeah, believe in yourself a lot more. You you can be confident. <laughs> uh, you're good. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be, it would be, um, yeah, trying to bring the teenage myself a lot more confidence in herself. Um, and yeah, be, don't be afraid to see things as well. Oh, in which way? Um, when you're not happy, um, when you're happy as well, hmm. um, and telling people you love, you love them, uh, but also to say no when you want to say no, 
Uh, and that is an important one, especially as women. <laughs> we're not we're not allowed to say no. <laughs> in many perfect. scenarios, we're not allowed to say no. Otherwise, we're paying in the ass. <laughs> so, um, yeah, don't be afraid to be yourself. Hmm. That would be the big one. And how do you learn and grow? How do you learn and grow? Um, experiences. Yeah, living different experiences and pushing yourself outside your comfort zone is the, for me, it's what made me grow the most. Like moving in London a few years ago when it, where I didn't know anyone, I had no jobs, I had no accommodation um, when I moved there. So in terms of like being outside your comfort zone, it's <laughs> quite good. I'm speaking English, but not that well. You realize once you're in the country, you're like, oh, actually, I don't really speak English. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I've grown so much so quickly. Um, and I think that also helps you build confidence, knowing that you can go through those uncomfortable moments um, where you don't have a safety net and you survived. <laughs> You've been fine. Uh That, yeah, I think experiences and like always trying to discover something new and being outside your comfort zone, that's where you learn the most and grow the most. Absolutely. Hmm. And do you want to share any coming project for the future? Ooh, any coming projects? Well, I have the house that I'd like to do at some point. And you need to share the name of the, the house that you told me yesterday. <laughs> heaven <laughs> again we go back to like finding happiness so it's gonna be heaven, heaven just go to new house. <laughs> uh, so that's a big project um what are the projects i'd love to um it's not the right time right now um financially but i'd love to start working as independent um Probably uh, real estate, um, yeah, real estate agent hmm. um, as freelance. But that's probably going to be a project for you know your time or something. Um, and traveling. Where? I would love to. Um, I'd love to go the to do the the American West Coast. Because mm -hmm. I've done Colorado and I loved it. Um, and for my birthday next year, I would love to do the, yeah, the West Coast, California. Um, I'm dreaming of those big national parks. <laughs> Nature. Nature. Um, but it's probably not going to be possible. So it's probably going to be travel somewhere else, um, thinking south of Portugal or... I don't know yet. We're probably somewhere sunny here. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would love to go to some um, um, colder countries like Iceland. Like, seems to be amazing. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Uh, and I'd love to see the Northern Lights one day. Hmm. In real. <laughs> <laughs> and is there anything you would like to... Anything new you would like to learn to do, like playing an instrument or I don't know? Um, guitar, I'd love to. Ooh. Yeah, and I have one here. I need to um, 
take it out of the attic <laughs> and bring it home. Um, I've always loved, uh, yeah, I've always wanted to learn guitar. I tried a few times, but it's just so painful for the fingers. <laughs> so yeah, I gave up um, two or three times. Um, I feel like I'm going to say piano, although I know how to play piano, but I've, I haven't played for so long now that I feel like kind of have to relearn a bit. Um, um, I'd love to learn to properly write, um, um, like melody and arrangements for a song. Mm, so That's something I'd love to do to really do a finished song. Okay. Yeah. And do you feel like you want to learn by just practicing yourself or to kind of do a course or like writing um I've done a course um that I felt didn't help that much um so I think both I mean you learn by practicing anyway but there's probably some knowledge that you need to acquire before although I'm trying to I keep putting that um stop planning what you want to do and just start doing it ah. because you're going to learn more by doing than by planning you're like researching or it's true. and i feel like it's true because i've done a lot of like researching and planning and trying to build the knowledge and i have such a hard time to just leap that last step to start doing it properly and focus on it and so yeah i think it's more start doing things practicing that you learn hmm. because then you can see what exact knowledge you might not have that you actually need and go back to that or but at least you see where you're at um hmm. so yeah and do you have a favorite movie favorite movie um one of my favorite is big fish from tim burton okay i love it um Because that's kind of, I love the, the, the way kind of that, like kind of romantizes life. Like it tells the story to his son uh, that seems completely made up um, and unbelievable. And actually you realize at the end of the day that some, in some ways it was um, not in the exact same way that he was telling his son, but that it was, it was his his own truth and his stories and kind of the way you can see your life in a better angle than it actually is and ah. uh, make it kind of magical ah. um and and i like the um how the son start to get that um throughout the movie especially at the end and mm. yeah I, i really like it so it's a beautiful movie i love it mm. And any favorite book? Favorite book? Um, oh, I have a few. Um, I really liked A Little Life um, from Anya Yanagyar. Although it wrecks you. <laughs> it's a horrible story. Um, but it's also very beautifully written. Um, I love 
educated by Tara Westover. I've heard, sure. uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard the book. I did cry reading it. Also. Yeah, I just loved it. And I think I read it at the time. Um, I was still processing some, some things and doing some therapy. And that book helped because there were some parallels um, with things I've experienced. And it was very inspiring, I felt. And... Yeah, I think it resonated with me because I, because of some experiences I have, and um, I really loved it. Yeah, hmm. this is it. Doesn't matter where you're from and what you lived and been through. Um, you were in charge of your own destiny, and you can turn things around. So, yeah, it's a beautiful book. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Any favorite song? Oh, that is. So, um, favorite song, um, there's just so many, it's so hard to pick one. Um, you can have a top three if you I want. I really, really like, um, The Priest from Milo is, um, it's Belgian. Yeah, Belgian. I think it's Belgian. Yeah. Um, it's like six minutes long <laughs> or seven is minutes it? long and it's, the storytelling is amazing. Um, it kind of tells that story of a priest who like had different life before being a priest and is far from being perfect. And um, yeah, it's kind of like uh, his whole story in one song. And I mean, yeah, the storytelling is amazing. Um, I love it. It's a very um, simple song in terms of like music. It's just like guitar and um the main singer and maybe a couple backing singers but it's really i felt it's really powerful um that's probably one of my favorites yeah hmm. so well written and any favorite place in london oh that one is hard too there's so many <laughs> <laughs> nice places um, i have to ask you because you always recommend places and yeah um regent's canal is i love it Um, what other ones do you like? Richmond is really nice too. Yeah, probably the Sky Garden I like as well. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> like that indoor forest with amazing view over London is quite cool. Uh, but Richmond's Canal, I really like it because you, when you walk alongside it, you go through. Th so different so many different neighbors neighborhoods and and you have that moments of like peace and quiet in betweens like mm. you can walk through Camden and then you it gets quieter and then you like in little Venice and, and it's by the water is always it makes you feel calmer mm. so I really like yeah Regent Canal And to finish with, do you have a um, favorite performance that you've seen on stage? It can be a musical, it can be a dance piece, it can be... Um, a favorite one. Um, mm -mm. I love... Um, I've seen it once live and I think twice in cinema. Um, but the um, musical... I saw in cinema that was recorded. Um, Kinky Boots. Hmm. Um, don't know if you know it. I've just seen it. I've it's, heard about. I haven't yeah, seen it. But I've heard about it's it. just 
It's Maybe you told me about it, actually. <laughs> probably. I love it. I wish I had seen it live a second time, but um, I think they stopped and they went touring. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's such a great musical. Um, again, about just accepting yourself as you are and not being afraid of um, what other people think of you. Um, and just the final, you just want to be on your feet and dance and sing with them and it's just so cheerful <laughs> it's just like, really cheer you up dancing and singing yeah <laughs> i like musical for that like i feel like um yeah singers in i mean artists who do musical they can do it all <laughs> <laughs> they can act they can sing they can dance <laughs> and it's just uh, yeah i admire them and it's a lot of it's a lot of work um for people in musical and a lot of discipline as well uh, mm -hmm. it's quite intense so you feel like like athletes really um yeah so i quite admire people doing musicals mm. yeah that's a lot to do yeah. <laughs> uh well thank you thank you for doing this episode with me <laughs> and i don't know because sometimes i i direct people to like a website or but you don't have one yet right no i don't have maybe anything. linkedin If you want to work with Gail. <laughs> <laughs> If you have a problem to solve. <laughs> Any problem? She is Call the one. <laughs> you will receive like 1,000 calls from like strangers. <laughs> Please help me with my life. <laughs> Maybe that's the business I need to, <laughs> so to create. <laughs> problem solving? Problem solver. Call Gail. <laughs> Professional problem solver. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>